Welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and we are so happy that you have tuned in today for this In Conversation episode. We are. We had an incredible weekend. We actually had a tubes sample sale, um, which was actually the first of its kind. Um, We've never really done such a big in-person sale before, so we had it just, we put it together in the garage at our office, which was very makeshift, very us, really. Um, and Everything it, we do is makeshift. And it was amazing. And it was so cool to see so many people come out and support us and just like absolutely love tubes, especially special because it was in our hometown, Melbourne. So it was really cool. Yeah. And hopefully we can do more of them sometime soon. I'm working on like reasons to be coming back to Byron more in the future. So who knows? Maybe we'll do one in Byron. It's so bloody magical here. There are dolphins and whales when I walk every morning. I just like can't believe this place exists and we don't all live here. Oh, spectacular. So recently um, we spoke at um, a university and we got a lot of questions coming at us about, you know, what makes us qualified to, you know, more qualified to run a successful business? And these questions around, you know, how do we know that we were the right people that were supposed to be doing what we're doing? And like, what about what we've done over the years means that we've had some success when other people might not have how after seven years of doing this are we still in business and for us it really kept coming back to this one thing where we're no more qualified than anyone else like everybody every single person has the ability to get out there and do things it's just that sometimes you don't like it's really easy to psych yourself out it just is like we totally understand that and something that you know we've uh, for whatever reason is in our nature and we try to really instill in all of our team is that can do attitude like if I put it out there it might happen it might not but it might and I won't know unless I put myself out there and do this. Totally. And I think, um, you know, like I always like to say about me and Steph that we're long-term relationship people. So, you know, there are a lot of people that we know that started businesses around a similar time that we started ours. And it wasn't necessarily that our idea was any better than theirs. It wasn't necessarily that we had a better team than they did. I don't think it it depended on any of those things. I honestly just think it's like quite quickly when you're running your own business, it gets really freaking hard. And you look at yourself and you're like, shit, what the hell am I doing? Should I be doing this? Is this too hard? Like, you know, are these obstacles normal? Blah, blah, blah. And when some people just kind of jump ship and they're like, oh, you know, it's just going to be easier if I just go back and get another job. We're like, ah, so hungry for it. Like, what can we do? We're like, we won't take no for an answer. How can we, you know, even if we get 100 things wrong, like we need to keep trying and find a way that to make this work. And I think that this is something that like, you know, applies to beyond just having a business. Like, you know, for us, like we put all of our energy into running a business. But, you know, I see it so much with so many of my friends and people around me where they're just kind of not happy in their jobs. Um, and 
you know, they have things and they have dreams that they want to get out there and achieve. And But they kind of have this attitude of like, oh, no, but you can do that. I can't. And mm. it's today we wanted to say to you, why not? Why can't you go out and do that thing? What makes the person next to you or the person you're looking at on Instagram wishing you were doing that any better than you? The only difference between you and them is the fact that they went out there and they did it. Totally. Like, don't be your own worst enemy. The only person that's stopping you is you. And to kind of show you the way that we've kind of gone about this through our own journeys we thought that it would be great if we could tell you a few stories where we felt totally shit about what we were doing and we were like uh should we be doing this everyone else is telling us not to we don't know what are we gonna do and And often these things have resulted in us failing you know like when you put yourself out there you are going to fail like if you don't want to fail then that's just never going to happen. Like that's just a part of it that you have to accept and take comfort knowing that everybody else fails all the time too. They might not be talking about it. They might not be posting it on Instagram, but we all fail. And that's just a part of going out there and doing things and trying. And like listening to us talk about this right now, I'm like, well, why would you do that to yourself? You know, that's like what comes to mind is why do you do it? But I think that, you know, along with the failure comes the absolute opposite, which is in those few times where you do succeed or where you do feel like you're doing well or where you do feel like you're following your own path. Firstly, you're doing exactly that. You're following your own path. And that in and of itself is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, you're not doing something because someone else is telling you to do it or you're not doing something because you think you should be doing it. And you're not just cruising through life. Yeah, you're literally following your heart. And also, it's like magic it's like it's really where like there's this really special kind of like elation I want to say like that's where the really good stuff happens 100% so we're going to share some stories with you and we really do hope that by listening to them today you are left with a sense of just wanting to go out there and do whether it's you know, an email that you've been scared to send or whether it's starting a business, big or small, we hope that this just serves as a reminder to you and from two people who have been there that you're not going to achieve anything by not just doing. So get out there and do it. Totally. On that note. So the first thing that we kind of thought would be fun to talk about is when we decided that we wanted to start How to Live. Um, so this is like way back when in 2012, I'm 19. Oh my God. It's about to be like last decade. Don't say that. That's terrifying. I know. I realize it's about to be the twenties and it's freaking me out. Yeah. We were just like something ridiculously young and we were super naive and had no idea what we were kind of getting ourselves into, but we just decided that we wanted to start a blog. Um, and we kind of, you know, came up with this initial concept, you know, we're going to be sharing out a daily diary to each other. We're going to be chatting to each other. We're, we're going to post photos of ourselves, which at the time was really daunting and like pretty embarrassing, if I'm being totally honest with you. For sure. Because this was pre-Instagram days where like everybody was like at a cafe taking photos of their poached eggs. You know, this was like us really putting ourselves out there when we had never done anything like it before. Mm. And like we started to kind of tell people, people that were close to us and people who weren't that close to us, we started to just talk about this idea and say like, this is what we were going to do. And of course, like anything, like, you know, any form of change or I don't know why, like sometimes people just have this like default to just like 
rag on you a little and be like, oh, well, like, why are you guys doing that? That doesn't sound like a very good idea. I, I think I was reading about this recently. Um, It was probably Brene Brown because like obsessed right now. Oh, you read? Yeah, exactly. Like all I quote is Brene Brown. Um, But I was reading about how when people are putting other people down, it's because it's hit something in themselves. So in all likelihood, it's because that person wants to do that thing, but so can't, they can't put themselves out there. So instead of being supportive of others that do, they bring them down because they want to bring them back down to their level where they're all scared and nobody's going to do anything. Totally. And also like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm thinking about like specific people and like, you know, I can talk about this one freely. Like my boyfriend, Elliot is one that comes to mind. I remember being on our very first date and telling him about how to live, that we were going to start this thing. And my sister and I were going to start this. And I was like pretty excited. And he was like this old guy that I was like, you know, was really excited to be out on a date with. And he was like, cute, really cute. He was like, what? Uh, like, I, I don't understand like why are you gonna take photos of yourself and he was like making me feel so bad about it I remember I still like make fun of him about it now and he doesn't remember of course because he's such a boy and I also remember like I remember particularly like going for coffee with a friend and telling her about it and her response was why yeah like why was was a really big part of it and it wasn't because they didn't understand why it was just like this judgment of someone else putting themselves out there and trying to do this thing and not just the people that we knew but actually once we started how to live and once we like had started like posting a few posts you know like the first people that start to see it are people you know they're people you went to school with they're people in your community and we were hearing a lot from a lot of people that like Mm. everybody was like oh have you seen this thing Jess and Steph are doing yeah oh those dad on girls what are they doing why are they taking photos of themselves they're such exhibitionists yeah exactly and it was really hard in the beginning because we because we weren't like Oh, but look, everyone else loves us. Like, you know, we didn't, we just kind of had this dream and idea in our heads that we knew what we were setting out to create. But it was really hard to receive that kind of like pushback from people that we cared about and even people that we didn't care about. As you can imagine, like anything, it definitely penetrated us and and definitely got us down. Um, But we were stubborn bitches. We we still are. (laughs) Yeah, and we just kind of, we we weren't going to let that rattle us. Um, And I, and I think we so easily could have, like, I think in that scenario, um, you know, like people will come to us now and be like, look, I've got this like, you know, idea. I'm a bit embarrassed about it. I just, you know, I want to start this Instagram and, you know, there are thousands, if not millions of people out there who just like us, just like want to give something a go, but they're too scared of what everybody else thinks. And we get that. Honestly, we relate to that so hard. And mm, it wasn't I always easy. I can't wait about what people think. Same. And like, it's not always easy. But if we wouldn't have pushed through that, we wouldn't have created the business that we have now. And the best part about it was the second that we started to see some success, those same people. I mean, I don't know if this is the best part about it, but I'll yeah, just that's it. yeah. Isn't that the I, that's that's vindictive. <laughs> I think that was the vindictive part of me that <laughs> was saying that. But you know what I mean. Like, as in the thing is, and the thing that you always have to remember is that those are the very same people that then turn around and go, ah, oh, this is so cool now. You know, oh, other people like yeah, it. Elliot oh, loves it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you, Elliot. Um, no, but like you know, so many people that like 
we knew like friends of friends are those same people now who call us and ask us for favors and they ask us to promote things on our Instagram and and you know once we were successful and it got the stamp of approval of other people liking it then those people were like oh okay this is cool but the thing is you don't need that stamp of approval you just need your own stamp of approval yeah exactly you just need to feel really good about what you're doing and ultimately that's all that freaking matters it's true so another one that we were discussing is um with our shoe label tubes so we did start tubes as an online only shoe label um but quite quickly we found that even though um you know once we started to get sales online we found that there was this missing element where people would go um oh so where are your shoes stocked and you'd be like oh just online and they'd be like uh yeah, it was like this um, like validation that was lacking that we would have had had we been with retailers or, you know, had we been able to say like, oh, actually, you can find them in your closest David Jones. Yeah, so it's Which like now this. we can say. We can say that. Go out and find them in your David Jones store. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, we definitely identified quite early on that there's something about partnering with retailers that people trust that then make them trust your brand and give your brand clout. Um, clout. That's a clout. Word. That's I know. Exactly. I always use that word when we talk about this. What's another word? I need a synonym for clout. Um, we'll Google it later. Okay. Will you Google it? Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know how far into tubes this was. Maybe like a year in, I want to say, um, where we were like, okay, let's start meeting with some retailers and let's start putting some feelers out there. Um, and, you know, through How to Live, we could kind of get meetings and kind of get in front of the right people because we did have some great connections that we had made um, at these bigger retailers. So we set ourselves up some meetings and and off we went to our meetings with our shoes and, um, you know, pretty excited, feeling pretty good about ourselves, feeling like we had a really nice offering and like we could offer them a lot, um, particularly like the how to live and the tubes, you know, like we, we felt like we were a really nice package that they could just package up and sell with our classic naivety that we go into everything with and I think yeah like for some people even reaching out to those retailers would be such a big deal and we're going to talk about um in a little bit um you know about emailing and putting yourselves out there because I think that is something that we've learned through like previous jobs to just do really well is that like Oh, send an email to ask someone for something like 100%. I'm doing that. I'm putting myself out there. This next bit will involve emailing Oprah. So we'll get to that in a little. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, so we kind of started meeting with some retailers for tubes. You know, we had some really big meetings, not only in Australia, but also in the US. And we felt super good about them. And <laughs> they were terrible. That One time we sat in a meeting with a buyer who sat there on her phone. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was like she took the meeting to make fun of us. Yeah, and and like sitting there pitching our hearts out about this brand that like we completely loved. We just got crickets and not a single retailer would take us on. Yeah, and like, you know, as Steph mentioned, like alone to get those meetings was like a huge thing. So we were so excited and we're like, you know. Basically we, told all our friends that we had it in the bag. Yeah, obviously. And then and then we had like, yeah, probably like seven or so meetings um, with epic retailers and no nobody wanted us. Um, nobody really saw any value in what we were doing and no one thought that we were good enough to sell in their store. And so we could have let that be a point where we were like, 
completely re- reevaluating our business. And I'll be and honest, we, we did. did. Yeah, like we it, we, did. we did. We would go home at the end of this and be like, what are we doing? Like, are yeah, like shit? what the hell are we doing? Like, should we just give up now? Yeah, like, w- is there a need for another shoe label that's comfortable and animal friendly and cool? Like, we don't know. Yeah, like, like, are these even cool? Are we cool? Who are we? What do we love? What do we <laughs> care about? Why are we even here? What's human existence? <laughs> like, that's how it went. We questioned everything. And at that point, it would be so easy to just be like, okay, no, I'm not putting myself out there ever again. I'm not giving anything a go. Why? I'm so stupid for even thinking that. But... Mm. We instead, you know, and I think having people around us really helps with this. You know, we put people around us that in those situations can go, girls, stay on track, keep pushing forward. You can do this. You've got this. And I think we're really lucky that we have people in our lives who can do that for us. But sometimes that just needs to come from within. If you don't have that externally, if you live in a family where everybody is, you know, taken like a traditional career path and doesn't see why you would want to start a business, you have to believe in yourself and you have to know that you have the power to push through like so many other people have before and actually achieve what you want to achieve. And also you have us. Like the amount of people that have written to us like throughout this like how to live and like just podcast journey to like tell us what they're doing and we kind of chat about it and we champion you. Like we are down to champion. We will be. We are in your corner. We will be those voices if you need us to be. And like again, it comes back to as well. Like I know we always talk about it and it feels really repetitive, but (laughs) like the partnership thing is freaking key because well, like, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone in your business. It just has to be, yeah, like the two of us together. If I'm feeling down, Stephanie picks me up. If she's feeling down, I pick her up. Like that's what a partner will do for you. And we are very happy to tell you that we went away. We focused on our brand. We redid our imagery. We, yeah, and we definitely improved took, on our product. We took the feedback on board. We're yeah. not saying like, oh, just blindly just keep going. Don't listen to them. It's like, okay, but these are great, you know, really respected people. They've been in the industry. They have things to give us. And yeah, like Steph said, then we re-looked at our product. Yeah. Okay, we redid our imagery. And in hindsight, I actually see why we weren't right for retailers at that time necessarily. Like totally. we've gone out... And we've gone away and we've built up a much stronger brand offering. And we also have a really strong following now of people that we can drive into those retailers. And we are very excited to announce here first that this month in September, we are going to be going into some of Australia's best retailers. Stay tuned for who they are exactly. But, you know. I didn't know we were announcing that right now. (laughs) Well, I thought, I'm not going to say who they are, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Um, I loved it. Including, which we can say, five David Jones stores, which is awesome um, in cities around Australia. And also, like, I don't think that we were ready as well, like, in terms of our business. And I just think that that's just, again, shows that, like, the universe does not give you something that you're not ready for. And I feel like had we landed, like, five huge retailers and been at that stage in our business, Mm -hmm. we would not have known what the hell to do with them. So true. You know, like, we would probably not exist right now. Very true. So I did mention earlier that we were going to talk about emailing. Um, You talked about Oprah. I did talk about Oprah, about emailing Oprah, which we have recently done. Um, And this one is one that I think a lot of people can relate to, um, which is when you want to get something, when you want to ask for something, you it's it's relatively easy to find somebody's email address. As we've talked about, Rocket Reach is a really great one. As we've recently discovered, 
IMDB. Actually, if you sign up for an account, um, you have access to a lot of actors um, and people in entertainment's email addresses. And also um, our friend Listco, um, they do amazing like these media lists that you can like literally just like pay a bit of money and download. So that's really cool. Yeah, whether it's media, um, whether you're trying to get, um, you know, create partnerships, whatever it is. It's you- like reach out for coffee. Yeah. And so the thing is um, we create lists in this office very often. Uh, we create lists of people that – we want to do a product collaboration with with Tubes. We create lists of potential podcast guests that we want to get on. And, you know, we will have people come in here, um, you know, like that are interning with us or working with us. And they'll be like, you know, I was thinking about putting like this big brand on the list. And we're like, hell yeah, and put a hundred more that big. You know, like you have to leave at the door anything that you think is going to be unachievable and anything you you think you're going to get said no to. Because if you don't put someone on your list because you think they're going to say no, well, then you've just manifested that instantly. And they are going to say no because you didn't even ask them. So it's not going to happen. So we put together these big lists of names. Then we spend time. We find every one of their email addresses. There's no way. If you think you can't get in contact with somebody, I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. There is a way to get in contact with everyone, Mm. including Iris Apfel, who does not have an email address, but we are finding ways to get in touch with her. Only a phone number, a landline. A landline. Hasn't been answered so far. So... We have been reaching out to a lot of people um, to try to get them on the podcast and we have made the most ridiculous lists. Honestly, like if you saw them, you would laugh, but we see them and we go, this is our podcast list of who we're going to get on our podcast. Oprah, Ariana Huffington... We have like a whole vision board. I think Beyonce is on there. Jacinta Arden, who I really want to get on our podcast. If anyone knows us, if anyone knows her, tell us. Um, We have Emma Watson. We have Malala. um, Malala Yousafzai. You know, one of the first people that we put on that list was Christina Carlson from KKK. And she was someone who we had absolutely no connections to previous to us reaching out. And we were like, this is so unrealistic. Like, honestly, I didn't even know she was Australian. I just knew Kiki K was like this massive thing that had this beautiful blonde woman behind it. And Yeah, then, like it, it feels so international. Like it is like the yeah, most legit business. Exactly. And then we reached out and like within a week, they were like, yeah, sweet. Like, let's set this up. But what you need to know is... We get so many no's when we ask people to be on our podcast. Like it is not just all like puppies and kittens and rainbows, even Mm -hmm. though it is in our heads. Um, We, for every incredible, amazing, inspiring guest that you hear on this podcast, we have probably 50 people who said they didn't want to do it. Mm. And more than that, we don't just take the, the, take those nose not to heart. We get excited. We jump up and down we, and we, we love squeal when Gigi Hadid's manager writes to us being like, no, she should not be on your podcast. We're like, oh my God, Gigi Hadid's manager just wrote to us? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, like the other day, um, we got a, a no from um, Aaron and Sarah Foster. And I was like to Stephanie, oh my God, does that mean Erin and Sarah Foster know who we are? And she was like, no, no, they said no. And I was like, yeah, but the conversation would have gone like this. Oi, there are two Australian girls. Do you want to be on their podcast? Oh, no, thanks. Meaning they know who we are. Yeah, like that's the best. And the other thing is we don't really take no for an answer. So you might say no now, um, but I will tell you, we have had guests on this podcast 
where we reached out to them one way and they said no and they don't even know it, but we've reached them another way or we reached them with our new pitch. We made our pitch deck shinier. We added new stats. We added the reviews we're getting. We did everything that we could and then they turned around and said yes. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but. (laughs) (laughs) And I think in terms of like reaching out to people as well, you know, what what we're constantly saying to people is, you have to be so thoughtful about it. You know, you don't just get in touch with somebody and say like, hi, blah, these are all the things that I want from you. This is who I am. You know, people really want you to invest time and energy, you know, talk to them first about what you really love about them, what you really love that they've done, what they're doing at the moment, any of those things to kind of show that like you've put more thought into this than sending a copy paste generic email is so important. Totally. Another example of this is, um, you know, becoming a yoga teacher. So many people are like, oh, first time yoga teachers, it's so hard to get a job. Um, you're just going to need to go to like one of the big gyms, like a good life and just apply there and you'll get a job just at a gym. And, you know, using all of this knowledge that I have of like, if you don't ask, you don't get. I was like, hang on a second. I'm going to create a list of what I perceive to be probably unrealistic yoga studios that I really want to work for and feel super passionate about. And I'm going to contact them and tell them all the reasons why I love what they're doing and all the reasons why I am the perfect person for them to hire. And within 24 hours of sending out my thing, yeah, I got I got mostly no's, but I got three yes, we'd love to meet with you. And this week, I'm actually excited to report that I'm starting to work at Upstate Yoga, who is another sister duo who runs this business. And I am so excited about their business. And if I had that mentality of, oh, I could only go to a good life where I'm not super passionate about it, you know, well, that's where I would have ended up. But I didn't. I was like, no, if anyone can do it, like, why can't I, you know, why aren't I the perfect person? But that's the mentality that everyone should be having about themselves. And woohoo, go Jess, that you got your first job as a yoga teacher. Yay, I'm so excited. Everybody has to come check out her classes in Melbourne. I'm teaching there tonight. Oh, good luck. So, you know, I think we can really agree that, um, there are a few things that are really important in achieving your goals and and just getting out there and doing. And that's one, don't take no for an answer. Mm -mm. Just don't. Um, Don't be rude about it, obviously. You know, like you don't want to just be like, no, I'm not taking that no. But approach it in a different way and just keep approaching it in in new and different ways until you can turn that no into a yes. Yeah, like everything is flexible. Nothing is like a hard line. It's so true. And like we know that too. By the way, we've said no to things that we've then turned around and said yes to. Like if you can convince us hard enough why we should be on your podcast, we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like if you just send a generic email saying, can you do this? We might say no. But if If you you can approach something in the right way, you can turn it into a yes. The next one is be your own biggest cheerleader. And I Mm. think positive affirmations are a really big part of that. I've actually just added that into my morning routine um, very recently. And I want us to do a podcast on morning routines. Um, So let us know if you do want us to do that. But positive affirmations where you just say things to yourself, not like generic things like I'm awesome, but those are good too. But things that like you identify what in yourself you're really lacking. Like, you know, I am good enough or like, I That's have mine at the moment. Oh, is it? I or like I have, or I have the skills to do this, you know, like, or I can achieve whatever I want to achieve. Say those things to yourself in your head or out loud 
every Stare single morning. Stare at yourself morning. in the mirror. It's really powerful. That's what I do. Sometimes uh, I get teary. Oh my God. <laughs> I get I get a bit overwhelmed looking at myself in the mirror. It's like a lot. Um, <laughs> but you know, they might sound like silly things, but like do them and see what happens. Um, also, obviously do it smartly. So think about what other people are doing and don't do it in that way. Do things in your own way. Approach a task with a fresh mind and think about how can I go and get what I want in a really clever way. And lastly, take action. So we want you to write to us and tell us what you are going to take action on today. If there's something you've been putting off, if there's something you've been telling yourself you're not good enough to do, you are wrong. You can do it. We believe in you. You believe in you. And we want you to go out there and do it. Whoa, are you Tony Robbins? I have chills. <laughs> I Steffi love Robbins. that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Okay, well, uh, look, I wish this episode could be a full hour, but Steph has to go catch a plane, which I'm really upset about. I really this do. Is awesome. This is amazing. I could keep talking about this. We can do a part two if you want to hear more stories because yeah. we have plenty of them. But if you did like this episode, we would just love for you to help us get the word out um, about how to live the podcast in general and also this episode because we think this could really help some people so if you do have a friend that you think needs to hear this or if you really need to hear this send it to yourself send it to your friend um you can leave a review in the podcast app you can share a pic of you listening or where you're listening on instagram and don't forget to dm us and write to us on instagram at how to live tell us what are you going to take action on today next week on the podcast we're so 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 excited no like we are literally dying to share this with you yeah like uh, just so overwhelmed um so we have on the podcast entrepreneur survivor australia contestant Ah! and total boss we don't have on there shark tank as well shark shark yes true Janine Alice. Oh my goodness. This conv, you guys, you are just not even going to believe it. She like, had us hooked within 30 seconds. Yeah, like no everything she talked about was just amazing. Here's a little snippet. Well, the mind's so powerful. You can create whatever life you want. You've just got to think about first who you are. You know, we, we do things like, oh, I want to be successful. I want to have more money. I want to have a, a love. I want, I want, I want. Now, if you continue your life with that want, that's what you'll get in life. You'll get the feeling of wanting. But if you then convert what you say and then say, I am gonna get up at six o'clock and when I get up at six o'clock, I am, I am, I am, suddenly you change how you think. Have a great week and go out there and get them. We will speak to you later. Bye.